episode 20, three simple plans for Easter diet success. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello, mamas. We're coming up on Easter this week. Another holiday. Holidays are so rampant in our weight loss schedules that I often think about if a poor mom restarted her diet after every single holiday, I think it's about one a month that you would be restarting your diet after. So I want to help you all this week come up with simple plans to survive holidays like Easter specifically on a diet so that you don't have to get back on track every single time. And I found some interesting statistics about Easter. It is the second highest candy selling holiday of the year, second to Halloween only, ladies. <laughs> Consider that. It's so interesting to think about because what about the origins of Easter really have to do with candy? Yet, if you were like me as a kid, I grew up traditional Catholic, so we always went to church and that was kind of like, you know, the thing in a kid's mind you had to do. And then really all of my memories after that did have food somehow involved in it. Even if it was real eggs on an Easter egg hunt, most of the time it's turned into candy eggs or candy filled eggs baskets full of bunnies and chocolates and all sorts of candy. And pretty much the whole holiday has been overridden by sweets, ladies. So if you're a little nervous about coming up to Easter on your diet, you're not alone and it's for good reason. But if we're going to reach your goal weight, you've got to create a new path through holidays like Easter without feeling super deprived, like you're missing out, like you have to change everything, like everybody else will be miserable around you because you're on a diet again. Because mamas, those thoughts won't get you to your goal weight either. Those are the thoughts that are going to make you quit Easter morning with the first sight of candy. So today I'm actually going to offer you three different levels to consider depending on where you're at, on your commitment to weight loss, to implement at Easter this year and prep yourself so that a year from now, when Easter hits again, you're living at your goal weight and you know how to do that. This is the year to start making the changes so that a year from now, you can be living confidently balanced and full of energy at your goal weight when Easter hits. And I want you to consider what level is best for you this year to help you create that goal. Some of you mamas may be well into your weight loss goals 
And to step up and challenge yourself for diet success at Easter may mean giving up a sugar entirely. But for some of you who are just considering this journey and just starting it, that's maybe a little too far for you. So I want to support you in this episode with three different levels, and you get to decide which one's best for you right now. There is no single right answer, mamas. There's the answer that's best for you. So let's start with level one. If you're just starting this journey and considering where do I want to be in a year when I'm at my goal weight and Easter hits, and that feels like a long process that you're just starting the journey towards. And mamas, for those of you in this situation, I want you to consider the level one plan, which is simply to observe the share. That might look like changing nothing for yourself or your children. Because mamas, there's a lot of wisdom in watching the effects of holidays on yourself and your children. So that in a year, you know what you don't want to create any longer. On next week's podcast episode, I'm having Wendy speak, the author of the 40 Day Sugar Fast. And she and I had a discussion about sugar for moms and sugar for kids. And ladies, as the number two sugar consumption holiday, Easter's a great chance to take a look at what it creates for your family. If you're just starting this journey, Simply give yourself the goal of observing what happens to your children when they have sugar all day and what happens to you as a mom. We don't typically do our best parenting when everybody's amped up on sugar. In fact, in coaching last night, I was just talking to one of our mamas who said, I just feel so much better without sugar, but it just wants to sneak back in. Yeah, because we've grown up with holidays like Easter that revolve around sugar. And in our minds, it's like the ultimate reward when holidays hit. You wake up and you search for an Easter basket full of candy. You do Easter egg hunts full of candy. And if you want to know the truth, mamas, I looked up the origin of candy and Easter, and it's really not very closely related. German immigrants who brought over a tradition where an Easter hare would lay colorful eggs in a nest. But mamas, the kids back then even gave the bunnies carrots. And the eggs were real eggs. We've gone from that all the way to jelly beans representing Easter because they're kind of shaped like an egg. And the eggs themselves only relate to Easter based off of the Christian idea of rebirth and renewal, but there's also pagan connections to eggs. So the things we grew up with and associated with Easter are in fact optional to begin with, mamas. If you love the results that are being created, is it because of or despite the sugar in your home at Easter? And for those of you at level one work, just looking at that will be a game changer for your weight loss journey. When you have overly amped up, followed by tired and grumpy children with very irritable parents by the end of the day, because there was so much sugar involved, 
and you start to look at those effects, mamas, it really makes you question what you're doing about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm just saying all of these things are optional for your life. But if you're just starting on the journey, helping yourself see the actual results created and consider the benefit that may come from changing those is really level one work. When you're focused on making healthier changes, making it something that benefits you and creates better in your life is key to keep you out of all of the deprivation thoughts that come from giving up foods like sugar. And that is ultimately a game changer for your long-term weight loss success. For those of you mamas who are ready for level two and can say, okay, I've done the no sugar thing. I know I can do better. I know I can feel better. I see the benefits of maybe making shifts, but I'm not really ready for it quite yet at Easter. I'm not ready to deal with the repercussions with my children (laughs) if they don't have enough candy. And to be honest, I still want some of it. That's okay, mamas. For you to prep yourself this year to be you who next Easter is living at your goal weight, we're just going to start to shift some of those plans. And the way to start that is to pick life focus over food focus. You might notice a trend here, ladies. When we add in things and events in our lives that aren't completely focused on food, we stay out of deprivation at times like Easter. So I want you to consider if you wake up in the morning And the Easter basket is there and it's full of nothing but a big Easter bunny, Reese's eggs, peeps, right? By the way, peeps, the most selling candy at Easter, which is now year round. And I have a daughter who loves peeps. I'll tell you that much. Cadbury mini eggs. Those used to be my go-to ladies. That in the big Cadbury caramel eggs that were only available at Easter. Now I'm going to tell you. They're not just available at Easter anymore. So you can go ahead and drop that deprivation-based thought because they're just coming in different shapes (laughs) year-round. You can get them anytime. And that thought alone is incredibly helpful for my level two mamas because Easter isn't all about candies that you can't get other times of the year now. So shift the basket, mamas. Put some prizes in there. Put some games in there. Put some things that you can do together instead of just the chewing and the swallowing of food that we now know really doesn't have much to do with Easter anyway. It's just something you grew up with and you can make the decision to change. You don't even have to completely eliminate the candy for your children. You can just say, I'm going to incorporate more life-focused events. When you do the Easter egg hunt, Maybe the Easter bunny this year brings real eggs, or maybe the Easter bunny fills eggs with things other than candy. It's incredibly simple to shift this if you start looking for the opportunities. And mamas, when you have those opportunities, when you have a two dozen real eggs, 
you're going to make deviled eggs, which by the way, my daughters and I have already been making and decorating for like two weeks because they love to look forward to that. It's no less fun and it's a much healthier option on the back end for all. And you can still have an Easter egg hunt. My mom started years ago an egg hunt for the older kids and adults that was a money hunt. There is nothing funnier to watch than a bunch of adults running around for money. But it's one of the things we looked forward to the most at Easter. So if you have older kids, that might be a perfect option at this point. Plan for events, life-focused events, and fun over the food. And mamas, at the level two work, you don't even have to get rid of all the sugar. Just cut back on it a little bit and introduce the life fun to make the actual event more fun in the end. The progression to a healthier Easter for your whole family will flow naturally. Your kids are likely to either not notice it or maybe even enjoy it more. But you have to get out of the deprivation thoughts and create the life focus to start the process. Which brings me to level three, mamas. This is for you mamas who are well into this journey. You see the benefits of giving up sugar for yourself, for your weight loss results. You can see definitively the probability of you being you at your goal weight by next Easter. But you have to make those last final tweaks to get there. And usually mamas, these are the last things that you don't want to give up. And my level three mamas, it's time to take a look at them. My challenge to you is to say no sugar for me this Easter. And I know your brain is hesitant to go there because you're like, but me in a year wants to be able to have sugar. And I want to share with you that the growth from you to that person is having experienced a holiday like Easter with no sugar. You will learn through this process to see where your brain goes when you say no sugar this Easter. And I'm not telling you that your kids can't have it, but for those of you who are well into this work, it will challenge you to consider what sugars come into your home that you have to manage your mind around. It will help you to recognize where your brain wants to go that gets you off track at times like the holidays. And to experience one Easter without sugar ladies is really so minimal in the overall spectrum of your life. I always consider for American moms, what's different for us? So I looked up what other countries do to celebrate Easter. And mamas, it's not about candy everywhere in the world. Believe it or not, we Americans know how to introduce sugar into everything. But other countries have some pretty amazing traditions that you could consider. In Guatemala, they make alfombras, which is an Arabic word for carpet. And they basically make beautiful ornate patterns of sawdust and sand that they line the streets on for Easter. In Bermuda, they fly kites. In Poland, they decorate ornate patterns on beautiful eggs. And ladies in the Philippines, the men and women impersonate Roman soldiers by putting on gladiator gear and they wander the streets and play pranks and scare kids. 
I want you to just take a minute and consider that if Easter included fun events that weren't food related, how different your results for weight loss at Easter would be. And if that was normal for you, if that was the way you grew up and what you expected, you would never feel deprived at the holiday. It's one of the biggest reasons why we Americans struggle so much with our weights. And mamas, this isn't just about you. If you can start placing these little seeds for change for the future, you can change it for the next generation too. It's what we all want, but we don't know how to get there. When we were raised in a society and in families that make it all about food. So be the change mamas, whichever level you're at, you can start at level one by just looking around on Easter, not changing anything, but being willing to look around and see the effects that all the sugar is producing for yourself and your family. So that by next year, you're ready to make big changes. You can proceed to level two, which is to Pick life-focused events. Put more games and toys in the basket over the food. Create a new tradition that's active and fun, like our family's Easter egg hunt. Or maybe just make the Easter egg hunt about real eggs instead of candy. And for you mamas that are ready, level three will be the ultimate game changer. Go through Easter without sugar yourself. And see where your brain goes and start working on the growth there so that by next year, you're living at your goal weight at Easter with ease. And mamas, I do want to bring us back lastly to the heart of all of this, that Easter as a holiday is about Christ's death and resurrection. If you're looking for life-focused events that really take your family to the heart of what the holiday is about, consider including that into your Easter holiday. I know it sounds really obvious, but it was a mind-blowing moment for me to realize little of my Easter traditions have anything to do with that besides going to church. Everything else has been created by humans as ways to celebrate that. And if you're not actually reflecting that, In your celebration, what are you celebrating? You may literally be celebrating little more than sugar. What a game changer thought is that? I hope you all have a happy, blessed Easter and that you get special time with your family celebrating the gift that Christ gave us through his resurrection. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.